from talking mouths. So, Did you have to buy gear for this, or you oh, already I, had I've it? I've already had it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so just uh, say do re mi. Yeah. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. All right, we're recording. So. Okay, so my name is Ian Parker. And where are we right now? We are just near the top of Rehab Trail, just about where it intersects with uh, downtown Boogaloo. Paul built this trail and called it rehab because he was rehabbing uh, his broken neck at the year, the time that he built it. He had had quite a bad injury and was resigned to wearing this rigid neck brace that's hanging on the tree behind me here. And he wore it all summer, man. Um, but he'd be up here in a shovel with a shovel and uh, with sometimes with others, but often by himself and a couple of dogs. So he missed a whole summer riding, which would be hell on a guy like Paul. So Paul and I and Rehab and Broken Necks have this uh, connection. Flash forward to end of March of the next year, so six months maybe after or less after Paul finished Rehab. And I actually fractured my neck. Um, it was right around when fat biking was becoming really popular, so coming down the McIntyre ascent. Uh, and it was uh, really cold. Luckily, I was with a couple other folks who were able to stabilize me. But the problem was, uh, it was dark, uh, it was getting cold, and the EMS folks couldn't get to us. We called them and they said, we don't know how we're going to get to you, because I guess they don't have sleds. <laughs> uh, so they said, sit tight, do what you can. And we were starting to worry about hypothermia. So we got my wife to call Paul, because we know Paul's got snow machines. So Paul eventually got out of bed and got to his snow machine and came up with some blankets to, to put on me and us. And uh, at the time, um, uh, the EMS guys got there and got me onto the spinal board and all that. And we were getting ready to evacuate me. And Paul had been there for a while and luckily had brought the blankets. And uh, I was thinking to myself, oh, there goes my summer. I'm not going to be riding. I guess I'm going to be building. So And there's Paul and I sort of... I'd had one or two hits of fentanyl from the EMS guys at that point. I sort of, <laughs> I might have even lamely reached my hand out toward Paul and said, oh, I guess I'm going to be, I guess I'm going to be building with you this summer. And Paul looked at me with friendship and solidarity in his eyes and said, fuck that, I'm riding this summer. <laughs> there was nothing that was going to stop him from another summer of riding after spending a whole year or a whole summer, a whole season with his neck brace on. As Paul would put it, he feels like he's in a cycle. Every few years, he has a bad, he has a bad injury, and it's funny. That's one of the, one of the other ways that rehab is kind of symbolic to me. Is whenever I ride by Paul's neck brace hanging here, it is kind of a subtle reminder that the wrists are there, and that uh, even the most benign, fun, leisurely ride with friends can can turn uh, can take a can swiftly turn in a in a bad, scary direction. But those are the risks we all kind of accept. But I know for me, after breaking my neck, it definitely had affected and continues to affect that whole risk-reward-consequence equation. I was a fairly new father at the time. And, and when you're laying there in the first few seconds, you're not feeling your arms and your legs. Like, I'm happy to say that my first thought was not, oh, there goes my rotting season. <laughs> my first thought was, I don't want to be overly dramatic about it, but my first thought was, I hope I can hold my sons in my arms. Um, happy to say that didn't end up being an issue. It was for a few weeks, but not in the long run. Um, but it definitely, it, it's, it's on your mind. I mean, you even see professional riders whose careers take a, a turn. They might get over sort of the physical 
the physical effects, but the mental effects linger, I think. It takes a while to get over something like that. And for me, it's a case of uh, just the more time I spend on the trail, the more your confidence goes up and your skill goes up. But more importantly, I've learned on those days or those rides when you're not feeling it, is not to push it. Um, and it's just to say, I'm either going to go home <laughs> or I'm just going to cruise and I'm going to forget about Strava and forget about everything and just really try to appreciate where I am and, and that I have my health. Um, whereas other nights when you're feeling it and you're flowing, you're not afraid to stay off the brakes a bit more and, and ride a little harder. Um, it's funny because now that I'm getting older uh, and we've got this new Wicked Skate Park in town, like, and I go with my kids, I will get five years worth of mountain bike injuries in 30 minutes at the skate park. <laughs> so it kind of puts it in perspective. <laughs>